What's going on, guys? It's Monday Madness time. I'm Anthony. I'll be hosting today's episode, and I hope you guys are ready for another incredible week. I just want to start you off. Let's get that energy. Let's get that uh, the, the, the positivity kind of launching into another week here in 2020. Today's episode, I'm going to be discussing what I call Customize Me, which is uh, a little bit of the niche, a little bit of the uh, ability to refine or customize consumable goods. And I'll elaborate more here in a few moments. But before I do, did you guys catch the Friday show with Dustin as he kind of concluded his COVID-19 outcomes and stories? Great episode. If you guys have not caught that, make sure check it out. In addition to Dustin's episode last Friday, we had a nice little collaboration between myself and Dustin reflecting a little bit on our past 50 episodes, which is super cool to do. Obviously, if you're a listener... We don't uh, collaborate like we used to when we used to work together and we would just uh, throw a mic down and, and get after it because of our distance and, and life and our work and all of these things. We don't get that the opportunity to do so as often as we'd like. So it was a treat to be able to put together something and then share it with you guys. So hopefully we'll be able to do that several times throughout the latter part of 2020 as well. We'll see what happens. Back to the Friday show. So if you guys haven't been listening, Dustin asked questions, I asked questions, and we try to follow up with each other during the next episode. And I'll go over Dustin's question here in just a moment. But before I do, if you guys are uh, new to the podcast, make sure take a moment, hit follow, hit subscribe, and uh, enjoy. So Dustin asked... This all leads me up to my question for the episode, to Anthony and to you, the listener. Have you picked up any new skills, passions, or hobbies since the 2020 coronavirus lockdown? Has this isolation and this pause caused you to rethink any aspects of your life, your direction, or your goals? Um, let me let me start off with uh, skills. Have I have I gained any new skills? I guess to be determined. I wouldn't say I gained any more skills. I think uh, as as far as me personally, I I feel like my focus has changed fairly dramatically through the COVID-19. And what I mean by that specifically is I have focused intently on or intentionally on certain bills and a lot of my my personal and family finance which which has gone very well um it also can cause side stress i have also focused on trying to manage my stress more appropriately so i would say those two skills as a whole may, maybe that is what it is um as as far as everything else goes you, you know, I don't know. Um, hobbies and some of the other things, I would say, yeah, I've, I've been able to do a lot of stuff that I normally probably wouldn't do. You know, I've this last weekend, 
I spent a lot of time in my yard. I took care of a, several projects um, that were extremely, some very inexpensive, and I've done a lot of inexpensive uh, upgrades and, and kind of clean up things over the past several weeks. And then uh, I, I allocated a little bit of my money to fixing some stuff, and it's gone very well um, as far as kind of a hobby goes. And, well, I, I don't know if that's a hobby. That's more like a job a job or what have you but the level of focus on that and the ability to fulfill the projects 100 percent be outside spend time with the family that that's been very cool and kind of takes my mind off of covid takes my mind off the economy for those periods of time also while enhancing in my case you know, I redid a little walkway that I had. I cleaned up the yard. I mowed the lawn. I seed and feed and uh, did a bunch of cleanup stuff. And I've got actually more cleanup planned. Um, but it, it's going really well and it's very fulfilling. And I would say this to kind of wrap up answering the question uh, would be the skills and the hobbies and and some of the other things as great as they are i i don't find anything more uh self-satisfying with all of this than actually doing stuff the right way and finishing it and that is the one thing i guess that uh some self-reflection through covid is uh you know don't take shit for granted pay attention if you do something or say you're going to do something follow through with it you know that that would be i don't know if it's a recommendation that that that's where i'm at so thank you for the question dustin that was a uh he had a great episode on the friday show and those are to me that that's that's where i'm at and that's where i'm kind of hanging out in this like weird project world and then a lot of uh future planning and a lot of uh, focus on the financial stuff, on what what can I do to uh, eliminate some of the debts, and what can I do in order to create a better financial situation um, than I'm currently in. And I would I would stress to any all of the listeners to take a few minutes, write down some, write down whatever whatever your financial situation is or a list of projects and then start evaluating those and then take the next step and next step and next step until it's done. Don't stop and don't defer and um, what have you. I think it's a very positive and important thing to do, especially with this COVID craziness that's happening. On the COVID note, I am kind of burnt out on talking and seeing it. In fact, I stopped watching some of our updates. I, I still catch them. A couple of week as opposed to every day and the reason isn't anything to do with like uh empathy or anything of that nature at all because i am very 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 um on edge about the economy and about the health issues and and, and all of that however it's kind of a debbie downer Week one, week two, week three, week four, week five. Okay, okay, okay. I, I shit. I played a part in it. Dustin's played a part. I've got pl- uh, plenty of other friends and family that have contributed to uh, making everyone aware of their status and what they're dealing with. And um, I'm very empathetic f- 
to those in any situation, to include my own and, and with my immediate family and, and so forth and so on. However, to live in that every day, the numbers are going down. The uh, unemployment rates up to 20 million unemployed, you know, and you go down that list. It's, it's, it's fucking brutal if you stay in that headspace for too long. So I'm trying to get out of it. I'm trying to do the projects. I'm trying to live life happily. Um, will I be successful with that? Who knows? Cause Corona could come around and kick me in the face, but at this moment in time, life's good. Let's keep moving. So a few weeks back, I started a little segment called Shit That Doesn't Matter, or close to that. And today I wanted to talk real briefly about, you know, uh, things that don't matter or uh, a story that didn't matter, but it does matter to me. That's the uh, caveat of this little segment that I've created for you. So a few weeks back, I get up, my, my, my standard routine when I'm, when, uh, I'm home, if you care, is uh, pretty pretty straightforward, especially Monday through Friday. If if I'm home with the kids and my wife's working nights, um, normally I'll get up early and I will get some stuff done, and then my little boy will wake up. Sometimes, sometimes he gets up with me, and then we do you know get the whole getting up and getting going thing. About a week ago, it, I I found this to be very funny, and I still find it funny. I took notice, I should say, I focused. Because most mornings, depending on what I have going and if I've gotten emails or phone calls or text messages already for the day, my brain is already focused on work and then getting him going and get my daughter, you know, and so forth and so on. But the thing I, the thing that I want to talk about is that item that I found funny last week. And this has happened several times. This happens to you. It may not be with a kid, but it happens. I'm, I'm fucking telling you. Because here it is. So I'm... In the in my office here that I do this podcast on, I work from home on. Um, I have a closet, which is just a standard little closet. Well, it's not little; it's not big either. It's just your standard closet, I should say. And in there is his clothes. And that morning, I was uh, not as rushed as normal. I had already uh, gotten most things done uh, the day before, the evening before for work that day. So work, I had a couple of emails come through, a couple of text messages. I responded to probably a handful of people, but life was good. I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't um, caught up with anything. And of course, you know, we were going through the motions, getting him up where he has his vitamins, get him something to drink and uh, we go to the bathroom, all of those things. He's still, he's wrapping up potty training, which is awesome. Thank you, COVID. Been home a lot, so, so he's, he's progressing there. And we get to the point where it's like, okay, we got to change your clothes, buddy. And, oh, okay, you know. So we come into the uh, office, we go to his closet, and we open it up, and I say, which shirt do you want? So for the next probably five to ten minutes I was negotiating what shirt he should wear with him and reminded him that he still did need to wear a shirt because we had stuff to do outside that day and regardless he should probably wear a shirt and we finally came to an agreement he ended up wearing a Mario shirt but I just thought it was a funny a super super funny thing because for whatever reason um, up to that moment, uh, 
I'd never kind of connected to the docs. Like, I'm literally negotiating with a fucking two-year-old over what shirt to wear. So think about that. How many conversations, how many nego- little micro and uh, macro negotiations do you have with the people around you to, in his case, uh, it's to benefit him 100%. I get no benefit out of him putting a shirt on. Um, but but if you think about that, it, it's a funny ass thing. It just is. Um, in the in the weeks to come, I will revisit this because there's several other examples that I wanted to discuss based just around that one part. I just find it to be so funny that we often negotiate with each other without probably knowing we do. All right, so enough of that one. Let's move into our main subject tonight, and that is Customize Me. That's what I named the episode. So with today's expanding niche markets, there's a lot of options. We're all aware of these if you are connected to the internet to any degree. Let me give you some examples. The organic market. It is blown up exponentially. You can go to your local store and buy organic tea, fruits, vegetables, dried sundries, and and other items. That's one of many. You can now, well, excuse me, let me step back here. There are several shops that are very custom. One would be all these shaving clubs. Like, there's, there's fucking shaving clubs now. That's crazy to me. You can buy a subscription to just get shaving shit sent to your house. There's also stores that that are specific. You can buy, like, 100 different types of razors, different uh, face balms, different gels, all these different things. But it's very specific. It's just for shaving your face most for the most part. You can shave your body or whatever with their products. But it's built... For that. And as you kind of go on that journey of these niche markets, it's incredible because if you are a consumer or a fan or you have a hobby or you have a job or you have anything that funnels through these niches, life's pretty good because there's so many options. And that's part of what we're going to talk about. Let me kind of set the stage on why I wanted to talk about this and some of the contributing factors to uh, my understanding. For a long time, I, you know, uh, as an adult, I have always found it interesting. Wouldn't it be cool if? Have you ever asked that question? Wouldn't it be cool if? I'll give you an example. Very strong example. Years ago, not, not that many. It was like two years ago, maybe three years ago. Probably two. Um, at the time, I was playing video games a lot. I wanted a really good headset, gaming headset, because I, I played shit. I was playing with Dustin. I was playing with a lot of friends. And so I went to the marketplace and started looking for headsets. Well, there's several distributors of headsets, right? More specifically, there there is several creators of headsets. So not only can you buy headsets from Walmart, Best Buy, Target, Shit, your local your your local uh, electronics store. You can buy them on Amazon. You can buy them on Newegg. You can buy it, it just. I could just sit here and go on and on and on. 
Now, when you go to the vendor, next step up, right? You've got a lot of incredible brands that make great headsets. You've got the, uh, in my case, I was looking for a Microsoft and Xbox headset. What does that mean? Well, that means I have to find a vendor or a product that creates that, right? So, and again, you got Turtle Beach, you got Astro, you've got um, dozens of other people use their Dre headphones. There's so many options. So, as I'm going on this journey and reading a shitload of information that probably didn't matter to me on the quality of the headset, what it's made from, the wattage, the uh, wireless versus wired, and, and just going on and on. I, I came to the conclusion, like, wouldn't it be cool if you could customize a headset? Because, like, all this stuff is cool, but they all look, as far as colors and setup, they all look pretty close. Black or white, literally. And some, you know, Turtle Beach had a little bit of green and whatnot. So, as I continued my journey, I, I just kind of kept going and going. And I narrowed it down to two products. One was a, I, I can't remember, some Turtle Beach headset, some high-end Turtle Beach. And then I landed on, I think it was the Astro A50 mixtape setup. Or mix amp, sorry, not mixtape. With with that, I started diving in more. So the mix amp setup has a stationary little knob and you can do, it. Ha, and it's the TRX version. So it's a really nice headset for gaming. And it works with your computer and with your Xbox. So... As I investigate, I'm like, man, this is the one I want. The At that point, the price point w was fairly expensive, but it covered my bases. As I continued to dive into Astro's information direct from them, um, even though I was going to purchase it, I think from Best Buy or Amazon, I can't remember which one I purchased it from, I investigated more. And lo and behold, the question, wouldn't it be cool if, was answered. I got to a point on the website as after reading all this stuff and kind of screwing around, yes, you can customize it. You can customize these headphones so much that the ear exterior ear plates, that little piece that sits on the outside of your ear on your headphone, you can upload an image and then get it printed on the headphones and they will send it to you. And these are magnetic, super cool, super universal, and they look great you can also they have they had special editions at the time to where it's like if this game came out they may you know they didn't have a lot of games but they would have special edition game versions too where it's like halo you want the halo headset or what whatever it was so i did i uploaded a photo a couple of two different photos put my gamer tag on it thought it was the coolest shit ever i still have those to uh, i still have them that opened my eyes up like this is genius it is it's it's fucking genius because you can stand out it's not like you're well most of us won't be in crowds of people but if you are playing with friends that makes that shit mine and personally i think it's a great idea and i think it's very cool so from that point it kind of launched me into this funny spot i'm like man why don't other people do this lo and behold a few years later here i am um, it, obviously I wasn't collecting information that long, but at the time I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have any, any outlet to share this information. So that's what I want to talk about. That's kind of me building the stage for you as far as the niche, uh, customize me markets, right? So 
I listened to a, well, I listened to it, but I also watch it, a uh, YouTube channel called Complex. I love them. They do a lot of interviews. They got a bunch of funny stuff. They got goofy stuff. But one of the shows on Complex is a show about sneaker shopping. Now, you may not be a sneaker guy. I'm not really a sneaker guy. I just find it very interesting. Now, a couple of years ago, right when they started this, I was watching and I'm like, this is kind of crazy. These guys are spending $10,000 on shoes. But then you look at these stores and in I have been in several of these stores in Las Vegas, in Seattle. Um, it's essentially a store that has backlogged Nikes and Jordans and Adidas, and they're wrapped up. They're in uh, their hotel. Some are used, some are new. But I, it really got my mind thinking, like, this is crazy. There's a huge market for this. And it's blowing up. It's, it's big. They also had, like, Supreme shirts, and they had this and that. And that, and I'm like, this is so weird to me that, you know, you've got a Nike across the way, which is brand new shoes, which most people often think, hey, I want a pair of brand new shoes. Um, but in this case, if you're like, dude, I, I love those like 95 Jordans or, what, you know, or Air Maxes or whatever, whatever it is, you can literally find those now because of a store like that. Back to the customizing that was more than each. Back to the the customizing. Nike shoes. There's select Nike shoes that you can go on and fully customize. You can change colors, patterns. You can add a name, limit to limit to the characters you can use in that name. But you have that option. Nike gives you that option. Another cool niche slash uh, uh, customizable market. Uh, yellow me. I don't know if you guys, I think, I believe it's called yellowed me. I did it. It's a, a company that digitally renders a Simpsons style photo poster image for you. And what do I mean by that? I mean, like literally if you have a photo of your family or of just you and a friend or just you by yourself, you can get these guys that will do a full workout and you'll get a nice image that you can print and You'll have a, essentially a uh, Simpsons style photo to hang on the wall. Another one, Oakley sunglasses. Um, I'm a huge Oakley fan. I have been since I was a kid. And they also add custom, custom stuff. You want to change the emblem from white or gold or red or blue or whatever it is. Do you want to change this? Again, this is limited to certain models and, and what have you, but the ability to do that is incredible. Now, there's a lot of other companies that do this. This is just me highlighting a couple. There's a lot of really cool up-and-coming companies that are, that are getting involved. There's some really cool companies like Oakley, to think Oakley, or Nike is playing its hand in the customizable market. Allowing people, maybe you're on a team of some sort. Or maybe it's a gift for someone and you wanted to add that extra touch. I think that the ability to customize mainstream mainstream products within the vendor, because we, we all know that you can obviously buy something and then alter it yourself. There's also companies and people that do that as well. But for what I'm talking about, to be able to order those Oakleys, Pre, pre-configured for what your vision is, is an incredible thing. Now, before I continue, 
let me ask Dustin and the audience. So what item or items that are mass manufactured would you like the ability to customize? And again, I'm referring to if you ordered those Astro headsets, like I said, if we'll say that you said Astro, it'd be really cool to be able to do this, this, and this, and why. And if you can be as specific as a company, great. If not, be more generic and just say, hey, I, I think it would be really cool if I could custom build cell phone cases and just order them that way. You guys at home, Drop a comment down below. Let's talk about that. Dustin, figure it out. Let me know what you think. So I, I just found that very cool. Um, it's also cool to see some of this shit. Like, I'm, I'm not a huge proponent for endless make it my own kind of thing. Um, in fact, most of, the, most of the stuff that I talked about earlier, I did do the yellow. I did the Astro. I've been in those stores. I've looked at some of those Nike shoes, Oakley, Oakley glasses, and many other fenders. I haven't bought in a lot. I like fucking around with the configuration thing and seeing. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Uh, but the ability to do it, I find very unique and a growing market. I do believe that uh, companies, as mentioned, and those that I didn't, are we're going to see an uptick of the ability to create your version of their product from them. And I think that that's going to be a growing market through time, um, which also, if this, if there is a boom in this, in the abilities and in the change in the environment, you'll see changes with big companies like Amazon, to where it's not an AB, to where it's you you contract with Amazon and then sell your product, um, and maybe we'll start seeing the community and the cultural differences between people on regular products so that pretty much wraps this episode up guys thank you for tuning in to monday madness i'm anthony i hope you enjoyed and don't forget to check out the friday show with dustin every friday hit that follow subscribe button we'll talk to you guys 